Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 2nd of November. The diplomatic row between Australia and France has escalated overnight. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has hit back at the French president after Emmanuel Macron accused him of lying about a $90 billion scrapped submarine deal. Speaking from the COP26 climate conference in Glasgow overnight, our Prime Minister says he won't cop the sledging of Australia. I must say that I think the statements that were made uh, questioning Australia's integrity um, and the slurs that have been placed on Australia, I'm not going to cop sledging of Australia. I'm not going to cop that on behalf of other Australians. I can deal with whatever people throw at me, but Australia has a proud record. It's also alleged Mr Morrison has leaked text messages between he and the French leader. Meantime, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has opened the climate conference overnight, saying the planet will face doomsday if world leaders don't commit to global net zero emissions by 2050. Boris Johnson saying action must be taken to create change. All those promises will be nothing but blah, 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 to coin a phrase. And the anger and the impatience of the world will be uncontainable. To other news now and to New South Wales and the corruption watchdog is deliberating after more than two weeks of hearings as part of its ongoing investigation into former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian. The ICAC is looking into whether her relationship with disgraced Wagga Wagga MP Daryl Maguire influenced her to approve two multi-million dollar grants in his local electorate. From Sydney, our reporter Michaela Savage has the details. Yeah, Tash, Gladys Berejiklian has been grilled about her secret relationship with Daryl Maguire. She insists she didn't tell anyone she was seeing him because she didn't feel sure about his commitment to her, revealing he would sometimes even come to Sydney without telling her. And she didn't suspect him of any wrongdoing, saying she loved and trusted him. I assumed that anything he was caught up in was was something that, um, on his part, was 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 unintentional. It was also revealed yesterday Mr Maguire wanted Ms Berejiklian to get a private phone because he was concerned about phone calls and text messages being intercepted. She told the ICAC she thought it was for privacy reasons, not because he was involved in dodgy dealings. To Queensland and thousands of unvaccinated health workers have been suspended over the vaccine mandate. It's understood 92% of all health staff have been vaccinated, leaving more than 7,000 staff yet to confirm their vaccination status. The 4,000 workers will receive show cause notices and are set to be suspended with full pay. The Queensland Health Minister, Yvette Darth, says measures are in place to manage any workforce shortages. You are required to be vaccinated. So if you want to work in a health workforce anywhere in this country, you are going to find the same requirements. Meantime, investigations are underway after a COVID vaccination bungle at a hub in Logan. Queensland Health is working to contact more than 100 people who were given an extra low dose of the Pfizer jab. This is the latest in a number of vaccine bungles in Queensland where the wrong doses have been administered. 
Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To Victoria, and an historic Melbourne Cup gets underway today. The biggest crowd Victoria has seen in months will gather trackside at Flemington for the most famous horse race in Australia. Our reporter James Royce has the details from Melbourne. Tash, it is not quite the 100,000 plus crowd we'd usually see trackside at Flemington, but the COVID safe crowd of 10,000, still better than the zero spectators allowed in last year. Now conditions couldn't be better for the race either. A sunny top of 30 makes it one of the warmest cup days in years. Also Melbourne's hottest day since way back in April. Now, if you do like a punt, Incentivize is the red-hot favourite, but there's still some love for Spanish Mission despite fears last week of a four-leg infection, while last year's runner-up Twilight Payment could also be in with a shot. And in WA, a school in Perth South has been locked down after a student allegedly stabbed a teacher. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has more from Perth. That's right, Tash. Scary scenes at Willerton Senior High School in Perth South with a female teacher left with minor stab wounds. The student allegedly stabbed the teacher at around 11 yesterday morning with police called to the scene. The school was then sent into lockdown and this student has told Seven it was a worrying time. I don't, I don't think none of the teachers believed it. Everyone just thought yeah. it was a drill. And like I have siblings here and I'm like, yeah. oh, are they safe? Like I need to go see them. Police were left to track down the students for some time after they left the grounds following the incident. The investigation will continue today. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at Canstar. Effie, good morning. Some crucial new property data has been released showing some property prices are cooling across the country, but many investors are still jumping in. Yeah, it, there was a lot of data that was dumped and it's all very important dissecting it. You can just see where we may possibly be heading and, and the red flags to watch out for. So core logic figures show that property prices may finally be easing. So they jumped up for the month 1.49% in October, up from about one5 in the previous month. So that's a slight drop. Um, it's interesting to note that the biggest markets like Sydney and Melbourne have both seen a considerable drop in price growth. The monthly rate of growth has more than halved since the highs we saw in March. And Brisbane actually has now taken over as the fastest growing market with house values of, um, up about 2.5%. And I imagine that's what about the mass exodus of people moving there. But look, even though I'm saying prices are cooling here, we've got to remember they're still sitting over just 20% which means even with interest rates at record low, affordability is still the biggest obstacle here for home buyers. Now, if you're wondering where property prices are going, well, look, um, most experts are saying, yes, it will cool. AMP Capital has revised their forecast down to 5% from 7%, and it's actually expecting a 5 to 10% decline in average prices in 2023. And we should start to see all this when higher interest rates feel, feed through. And talking about those interest rates, everyone will be watching what the Reserve Bank does today. We sure will. And look, rates not going up today. <laughs> That's the key message. <laughs> now, given the RBA may have abandoned its bond target, and we'll know more about this today when it meets, it's more than likely it's going to have to push its cash rate ahead of its you know, 2024 timeline. In fact, Ash, the market's actually currently, you know, factoring in four rate rises next year, which could take the cash rate to close to 1%. But look, most economists are saying, maybe that's not entirely right. We'll probably see rates 
start to hike maybe in the early to mid 2023, not next year. Look, either which way, we are no, we do know rates are going up, and that's not a bad sign because it's great for the economy. But of course, if you're a homeowner and looking at those new lending mortgage commitments that came out yesterday by the ABS, you would be worried. The average size, say now, of a mortgage in Sydney is around seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Victoria recorded the next highest average loan size at six hundred and six. The national average is around five hundred and seventy four thousand and the lowest average loan size is sitting in um, Northern Territory in Tasmania. It's about four hundred thousand there. Now imagine this, you're in Sydney and that full one percent cash rate hike is passed. Let's say that does happen. Now that would mean your repayments and a half a million dollar mortgage would jump by three hundred and eighty five dollars a month. That's certainly going to push a lot of people into mortgage stress. The message here is brace yourself. Um, Probably don't take on too much new debt if you can avoid it. Knock off the debt you do have because rates are at rock bottom. Medium to long-term fixed rates, they've already taken a turn. You'll find cheap one-year fixed rate deals and even variable rates are still being cut. So there's plenty of competition for you to secure yourself a good rate. Great tips as always. Thank you, Effie. Thank you. Time to sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett incentivise. There we go. Remains the horse, of course, to beat at the Melbourne Cup this afternoon. Certainly is, Tash. The big question is, can anyone beat incentivise this afternoon? Of course, a dominant win at the Caulfield Cup. I don't mind the chances of Grand Promenade, ridden by Kieran McAvoy. He is going for his fourth Melbourne Cup win, which would be uh, will equal a record, and reveals some of his plans to us to upset the red-hot favourite incentivise. I'll be uh, going out with a nice open plan and, and seeing how it unfolds. Obviously, it's nice to have incentivise uh, somewhere near me. So we'll try and ride alongside incentivise uh, as the Cup uh, gets toward the winning post. And Damien Oliver is in doubt to miss. His ride, Delphi, Tash, will need to pass another vet check this morning. And Brett, a young Victorian batsman is fighting to be fit for the Ashes. Yeah, a lot of concerns for Will Pukowski. Uh, that concussion he suffered almost a month ago now, he's still feeling some effects from that. So he's in doubt to play for Victoria against New South Wales on Friday in the Sheffield Shield. That would mean if he misses that, he's only got one more uh, Shield match before they pick the squad for the Ashes. So still into massive doubt there. England last night backing up its big win over Australia. They thrashed uh, Sri Lanka, so that's four wins in a row at the T20 World Cup. Almost guaranteed now of going through to the semi-finals. Yeah, absolutely, Britain. Another tennis star is refusing to reveal his vaccination status ahead of the Australian Open. This is going to be very interesting to watch. Yes, Daniil Medvedev uh, says that he won't be talking about his medical records. Well, he'll have to if he wants to come to Australia. Of course, we know uh, that they either have to apply for exemption, the Victorian government, for tennis players who are unvaccinated, uh, or uh, obviously they can come if they have both jabs. But uh, Daniil Medvedev joining Novak Djokovic and saying that that is a private matter. And Novak spoke again overnight, and he continues to be evasive. He did require a lot of mental effort and, and, and energy to deal with a lot of things also off the court. So he will wait for official advice from Tennis Australia. Thanks so much, Brett. And an Adelaide service station attendant has foiled an attempted robbery by asking the would-be robber 
to go elsewhere. 18-year-old Sophie had only just started her shift at the Adelaide service station when a man entered the store demanding cash, warning her he had a gun. The teenager asked instead if he could go to the petrol station up the road. I was in shock, but I said, could you just, I said, could you just go up to the service station up the road? I was like, please, like, beg to be honest. Like, he wasn't um, aggressive or anything, and he left. That audio thanks to Seven. Well done, Sophie. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.